Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Hi. Oh, good. This has been really great. I have been sitting here. That that last coaching was amazing because I think something responded to me inside of it. I woke up this morning with a lot of pain. It's just gotten gradually worse on my left side, like real physical pain. And I'm just like, is this medical? Is this physical? Is this a part? And I, what I'm really experiencing is I have this pressure to keep going. And as I'm sitting here with all this pain, I'm like, oh, crap. What if I have to go to the emergency room? What if like I can't do what I need to do today? And that tension of like not doing it, you know, and, and that fear of like abandonment of, okay, I did all this stuff. Now, like if I don't keep doing it, like people are not going to stick around and I'm going to start from scratch. So this is what I'm working through. I think it's like my left side is the feminine, right? So it's been my left, my left ovary and my left back has been in excruciating. Like, you're, like what back, like QL or where? Like over my right next to my spine, like paraspinal. Left, like, like, like next to it, like, like laterally or medially? Uh, it's closer to the center. Center. So it's like, so left side center. So it's sacrum. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And then my ovary has just been like, I'm, it's like excruciating pelvic pain. So, but just as you were, I think you were, you know, again, like speaking into just not being afraid of the disappointment, like not trying to make it happen, but being willing to experience it and face it. Like I have a very, I have a very avoidant relationship with disappointment. And because I've been disappointed, I, I feel it. I've felt it many times in my life. I just don't want to keep feeling it. But as I'm going on this journey, this next chapter, I know that it's, I mean, I feel like I'm going through, like you said, trauma athlete. Like I've, I've really experienced a lot of emotions and I'm like, okay, I'm just building that resilience to hold it. Um, and to I be mean, okay. Yeah. The capacity for what you're going through right now is much higher than it's ever been. Just, I mean, hopefully you can see that. Yeah, completely. Like I Do you have a history of endometriosis or anything like that. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, no, I don't have any health problems really ever, but I've had low back pain for the last two and a half years, really bad. On so your now, left side? Uh, more just all over, but then I'm telling myself, have I avoided, like, is this my uterus and maybe I need to like, go get this checked out. So, I mean, so yeah, I mean, like I would follow, you know, you're, you're, you're super smart with all the medical stuff. So like, if there's any, like whatever your professional medical opinion is on what you need to personally do, I recommend following that. Um, what I would also say is like, um, areas of tension, um, in our body have lots of causes. Um, you could have a fascial cause. You could have a somatic cause. That's not fascia. It could be muscle tension. It could be uh, emotion. 
It could be like imbalance, could be all kinds of things, right? Um, And what I can tell you is that when the body speaks, so medical context aside, um, it's wanting attention. That's for sure, right? So it's like, what's up? What's going on there, right? And it's it's usually some combination of movement, uh, release, emotion. There's a lesson, right? Like for me, like just last week, I had like, like out of nowhere, I didn't do anything. I like, not like two weeks ago, I like strained my ankle doing nothing. And I was like, what, like, what the, right? Like, what the f- is this? Right. And I was like, okay, well, this feels like 2020. We didn't walk for six months. So like, there's a bunch of stuff I was going to do. I put that off my schedule and I just like did all the things I know how to do. And I woke up like three days in, my foot was like, you need to ground. And I was like, that's so on the nose. It's annoying. <laughs> it's my foot, right? It's my left foot, right? So I taped it up. It literally had support. And I was like, oh, I need support. It's like, oh, we're about to do this whole expansion to this whole new thing. And I was like, I need to ask for more help and all these different types of things and be into a slightly different routine. And like the the four or five days of not like moving, which I can't, I hate not moving. The four or five days of not moving realigned me to like be ready for this like next level of evolution that we're experiencing. And so then it was like, oh, you're my friend. You actually, like, that was a solid. And as soon as I realigned, like, the pain went away. And I was like, the other day, like, I, like, I, like, I literally rolled my ankle, like, walking up a step. Like, I missed a step. Same, I rolled it out. There was, like, strain two days, two weeks ago. There's no pain. And I was like, what the, you like, like, thank you. But, like, I didn't do anything. And you hurt. And I roll, I, I almost roll you. And you're fine. Like, make up your mind like and thank you like i don't want to be in pain right but like what is that about sometimes i don't i mean what is the diagnosis maybe there's something i didn't notice i did or whatever but i think that our bodies are wise and know how to get our attention in the areas that matter most to us right and it's like what's the meaning here what's the message and you know what it's like we want to stretch we want to do myofascial release we hopefully you know by now like holding fascia for three to three minutes or longer is what helps release it if you release one side the other side gets tense so there's going to be a clap back sometimes there can be some type of like uh like practice to help open those things up right maybe you know there's like tension on your spine who knows maybe there needs to be some traction like i don't really know if you tap into that part of your body um she'll tell you what she needs and do all the medical stuff. Yeah. Right? But like, if you notice that you're birthing something, right. I've, the reason I asked about endometriosis, right. Right. Is like, when you look at like the transpersonal meaning behind endometriosis, so many women who get endometriosis have a creativity block, not all of them, but there's, it makes you wonder like, what are you not birthing in your life? Right. Like what's, or what's unsafe about birthing something. Right. And so there might be something in that for you too. I don't think you have endometriosis, but you know, the fact that it's like your uterus, well, what is, what's the symbolism? Feminine side of my uterus where this creative womb where kids get made and creation happens. Like, you know what I mean? Like that part's hurting. Okay. Well, it's scary to birth something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I've been literally in labor today and it's like, and I went for this massage on Friday night and I thought this was going to be like a total relaxation. And the guy was like this ninja that knew all the <laughs> techniques and he literally worked my, it's, I've never been in so much pain, how much he like, he said, you are so tense. Like you don't even like, you are so tense. And it's like the body confesses what the mind conceals. And I feel like I've been so good 
but like, obviously this next chapter of my life has created so much stress in me. And I realized that I have this thing where I fawn, like I I'm in between like sympathetic and dorsal, like I'm just frozen. Like I'm just, and I sit a lot. And so I think this is, yeah, my body just like really trying to like guide me into like this next chapter, like, and again, this avoidance of like self-care and going to like doing it and being it instead of like taking those moments to like do things that are not so glamorous for the ego. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll be glamorous for the ego at the end of the regulate retreat because like we're going to be tracking daily, not like whoop does like an average for the day of your HRV, right? Heart, we, I've been thinking about something with HRV since 2016 and it feels like it's finally time because the technology is available. We're going to be like looking at like what's your HRV before and after certain like, like this, this like experience or this coaching session or in the morning versus yesterday to see how different things attra- uh, impact your HRV. Heart rate variability is correlated with so many things in terms of like health outcomes. Certainly like, like you know, how much um, capacity your nervous system has for stress. Right. And so like, it will be an actual number uh, heart rate variability. Um, it'll be a number that you'll look at and go, oh my God, I pushed yesterday, but I actually, my HRV just went down. So I got an F in my HRV, right? Which is awesome, actually, right? Because what the th- if you think about what is emotional fitness or trauma healing, okay? Well, trauma is when you're in too much distress for too long, okay? So what's recovery? It's when you're in enough what ease for long enough, right? And if you think about muscle growth, it's distress, recovery, distress, recovery, distress, recovery, right? We have a catabolic process of using our muscles and and tiring them out and then we and ripping them apart. And then we have an anabolic process of recovery, right? And so if you have too much catabolic, you never build the muscle, right? So if you have too much stress, you actually never recover. Right. So when we think about like what is emotional fitness, emotional pliability, like all those things, what is mental wellness, emotional wellness? It's, 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 I've been in so much distress. I need to downregulate that and allow my system to have the capacity to recover. And there's a, a, a there's a, there's a, a incredible value in that. Yeah. It's, it's not about like spas and candles necessarily, though that's great. Right. It's like, like literally, like I've been tracking my HRV so much, like the last like few months. The other day, like I got up and I was getting up at like three something. My HRV had dropped by a few points. Right. And I was like, and I literally like forced myself to sleep for two more hours. Right. And then, like, literally yesterday, my whoop told me, like, to recover from your sleep deficit for the week, you need to go to bed at 6 p.m. And I was like, you, I'm not going to bed at six o'clock in the, in the afternoon. In the, in the, it's afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, no. Um, but it's like, it's like, I think a, a, a thing to consider. I mean, we'll go very deeper. We'll go a lot deeper on this. Like, and we'll give you like actual like ways to track this um, daily and even like before and after a therapy session or before and after a yoga class or before and after a launch or whatever it is. Um, we can track your HRV and we can actually say, you know what? Let's look at your HRV from this morning, from last night. Let's actually, you know what? The whole class HRV just uh, dropped. Let's actually resource this morning before we get into more cognitive psychoeducation, right? And because it's like, we're actually, because the thing is, if it's relying upon self-report, that depends on how good at interception you are, right? HRV is data that will be there independent of uh, what you think you feel. 
<laughs> or don't feel and how aware or unaware you are. Right. So I think I really feel like the next level for um, like where the space is going, where we're going as an organization, where like my thinking is going is that trauma is the distress. And, and that's okay. Like there's a time and place for, 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 for micro trauma or for, for a catabolic process or for, for pressure, but we have to have recovery. And the thing about HRV science is it came from uh, athletics and it really forced a lot of athletes to prioritize more rest over more work because it's like we have this work mindset, but your body is like, yo, I'm actually not going to be optimal tomorrow. In fact, it's so annoying on whoop, uh, which is not what we'll be using at the retreat, but on whoop, it's like for sleep settings, they have three options tomorrow for sleep. For our recommendations, do you want to be optimal? Do you want to perform? Or do you want to get by? I'm like, who wants to get by? That's the worst thing ever, right? So I have optimal. You need nine hours and 32 minutes of sleep. I'm like, oh my God, who sleeps for nine hours and 32 minutes? Like, that's insane, right? But it's like, that's what, and then you see the data start to shift. And so I think that as you, as you settle into more feminine energy, Right. Like that cortisol, that adrenaline, all that stuff is awesome. That go mode, that masculine. But we want to intelligently design in recovery so you have more capacity. Right. When you, when your muscles recover, that's how you get stronger. Does that make sense? It does. And parts of me are like, you can't, you can't, you can't afford to, you know, it's still those parts are like, you can't afford to lean back. You can't afford to not be relevant. You know, and say that in the past tense. Exactly. I couldn't try it. Try it in the past tense. Like I, I couldn't afford, I couldn't have afforded to be relevant in the past. Yeah. I couldn't have leaned back in the past. That feels accurate. Yeah. But it's today. And the crazy thing is, every time I lean back, I receive so much. It's crazy. Like, I can I just celebrate? I got a new private client. I'm so excited! And, I knew, and in my new price, and I manifested fifteen thousand dollars out of the blue. Where is the blue? Tell me where it is. Um, literally, <laughs> I didn't, it was out of unexpected. I went in to do my taxes, which causes me such grief. Grief every year. I put it off till October. This is such a cool story. So I went back to work all last year and I used that time to just really be in my purpose and embody. And I invested everything that I could into you, into all the other things that I did. And because I invested so damn much last year, I got it back. Amazing. That's awesome. And I had no clue. And I was at this place in my life. I was like, oh my God, I have to make this happen because I don't have the financial space. And And there it was, the financial space. Yeah. Which yeah. has probably happened to you multiple times. It has. I've I've manifested some crazy shit, but it's like I'm not consistent with. It, so yeah, you know, Jules Julianne would say Huff would say to me sometimes, and I, I didn't really understand it until I got, when, got I really revisited the HRV science again. I really re- I've been revisiting it the last like year or so. But she told she told me like know, eighteen months ago. She's like, you know, Mastin, when I really want something to happen, I go on vacation. I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you, what do you, um, I was like, I literally said four eyeballs. I'm like, what the f- are you saying to me right now? Right. She's like, yeah, I like go on vacation and then like, just like serve for whatever. And like, that's when shit happens. And and like literally on like Instagram, like last, like couple weeks ago, she's like, 
yeah, if you ever want anything to happen, just go on vacation. And I was just like, oh, that makes more sense now because what she's really saying is I'm resetting my HRV. And like, if you want to get into like the quantum woo-woo of it, well, what 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 does that send to the universe if your HRV improves? Like, I have no idea yet. That's a very interesting thought, right? But you're definitely in a more regulated state, right? So it's like, and that can't be bad because also it gives you capacity and it gives you uh, uh, the capacity to go for longer periods of time to so die young, right? So it's like, it's like a... Um, it's a very interesting thing to think about P- productivity through um, it sounds very Zen accomplish a lot more by doing nothing. I feel like I'm the Tao Te Ching right now or something, but like, you know, it's like, it's like there is, there is a, a part of that. Now, if, if you're not hustling and you're not working hard, well, I don't have any sympathy for you, but if you're working hard, like you are, yeah, it's like, yo, it's safe to be safe. Like take a three day. I did a three day vacation like a couple weeks ago. It changed my life. I like, I literally like two days in, I was like, that's the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is that, that ocean has been here this entire time. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Wow. Right. Like, Oh, holy shit. I need to do this more. Right. Cause you get, we get so into what we do. Right. But there's something in the, that, that space that can be very healing and also great ideas can come in that place. Right. Like I've never had my best idea on a stressful work day. It's always like somewhere where I don't have a pen and paper can write shit down. It's so frustrating. Right. So it's like there is there is efficacy, purpose, and utility to taking that space. Like there is a there is a, there is a, a, a economic agenda to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you didn't think at all about what you were creating while you took those three days off? Like, how do you calm that? I wasn't thinking it. It just, it just came out. Yeah. It was just like, I was like, Oh yeah. Like that actually at that moment on the beach, I was like, we should do it's time. We got to put the HRV stuff in this retreat. Cause it, I already had the retreat mapped out, but I was like, no, cause the technology for HRV used to be so complex, even just a few years ago. But now we have technology where we can, as a group, measure the entire group's HRV before and after everything that's happening on the retreat daily, before and after events and stuff like that, get like a baseline, stuff like that. And it's relatively inexpensive. And I was like, that's so, this is like beyond Joe Dispenza. This is so much cooler than what Joe Dispenza is doing, right? It's like, it's like, this is gonna be, it's gonna be so practical because, you know, this worked for me, which might be different than Nora, right? But I got the idea in like this no zone of nothing happening. It was just like, I saw it. Right. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever before. I, I would not have thought of that. I thought about that. Right. Um, and so like, and I think it's going to be like probably the biggest value add once everyone really understands the science behind it and like how it works, it's going to like probably be like a new, like best practice for you. Um, but I didn't have that idea. Like, <laughs> you know, like doing all that stuff. It was just like, Look at those. I was literally was staring at birds. I was like, I was, I was from like, I was, I was coaching them. I was like, I was pretending to coach them. Like, okay, like you're, you need to get your wingspan up a little bit. Like, come on. And then I just kind of like checked out. I looked at the ocean and I was like, we're going to do HRV. And I was like, where did that come from? You know? So it's like, I think that like giving yourself that time and space has a purpose. It, it can make you money. It can calm you down. It can extend your life. Like it's, there's a lot of value in all that. Right. Yeah, it's just that everything I do for the sake of ease and recovery goes in with a condition that it's got to produce something of value. And Well, that's good though. Okay. Like it's valuable to be regulated. It's valuable to calm down. It's valuable to be ventral. It's va- those are all things of that are valuable. If you, it, look, you should not be doing anything that's not valuable. Not you necessarily to see the value. For other people, I think. Well, that's different. 
yeah. valuable for others. No, no, not so much. Right. That's yeah. why. Like, yeah. I went to Amsterdam during the pandemic and I was like, only if I talk about the business, only if I share a bunch every day. And I did none of that. My body didn't want to talk about the business at all. And then I came home and I made the money on the flight home. Like, <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like I just, this part of me just cannot, it's so conditional. She's so like, you cannot do it just for you. It has to be attached to something that is going to add to your worth to how people perceive you. But isn't that for you? It is for me, but it's like, what's the problem? Well, it's just, I want to be able to fully relax and talk to birds and not think about like any of that. Like, I just want to really be able to relax. I can't really fully relax by myself. If I'm with people, I'm full on relaxed with myself. I'm like, it's there's there's like just people like in the other room. Yeah, that's better. Why don't you just like titrate it? Okay. Okay. Like, you mean like, like if I'm in a hotel and I hear people in the other room? Yeah. I, I think that's great. I was just, I, that, I, that's one of my favorite things about hotels, right? I'm only child. And like, I have like this, like, it's basically just me here the whole time. Like, I don't have a lot of like social connection that often. I will go to a hotel just to hear people. I don't even give what they're talking about. It's just like, I hear the background noise, right? There's a level of degree of co-regulation there. Yeah. I'm, and I'm really like what you said about, I'm really paying attention to like what works and what doesn't work in my life. And I know that for me, there has to be some form of connection. Otherwise I will shut down. And I know like connection is everything for me. Noise is everything for me. And I can't do it. Yeah. So don't like, that's like saying like, you know, I really like want to go to the moon, but I can't, I I don't want to have to wear a spacesuit because I should be able to breathe without oxygen. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, no, go to plants where there's oxygen, you know, and if people, connection is your oxygen, like don't make that wrong or like, don't think that you're weak because you'll die from not having oxygen on the moon if you don't have a spacesuit on. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Like, like love connection, like, like Porges helps us understand those are biological imperatives. What does Tony say? Love is the oxygen of the soul, right? So we need that connection. We have to have it. It's more the acknowledgement of that and the frustration maybe around maybe the feelings of, I'm not sure what comes with that susceptibility of, of, of thinking that you can't do it by yourself, but nobody can do it by themselves. Hmm. The acknowledgement of that. I like that. Yeah. Like I remember I went to my first like soul cycle class, like post pandemic and just being in the room with people. I don't know anybody. Right. But it's just humans and they're just doing the thing that they do, you know, just the the unison shit. Right. Like it's so awesome. Right. So it's like, it's like, if you need that, give that to yourself. And, and there is a a purpose for recovery too, which is exciting. Okay. I will take that in. Heck yeah. Thank you. Congrats on calling in all the abundance. That's really exciting. Thank you, Mastin. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world 
If that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world and I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, we'd very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we'd very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.